When it comes to Texas Southern, back-to-back wins in this round in 2021 and 2022 as Johnny Jones' crew gets it done. Do not write the epilogue to Mike Woodson's first season at Indiana just yet. They knock off Wyoming 66-58. The Hoosiers are moving on. 12 on the shot clock. Mo gets free, launches a three left side, got fouled. He hit it! And one! Are you kidding me? Got it knocked loose. CJ's got it. Steal. Throw ahead. Marvin. Watch out. Bam. Win column suitors. Game over. Oklahoma hasn't played in the NIT in 18 years, but they're in the win column tonight, 89-72. Maybe we'll see Buzz on down the line, TJ. Maybe we're headed for a Porter Moser Buzz Williams championship game in Madison Square Garden. If you do, will you please ask him for one of his packets that he handed out there? I would like to see his notes and his findings. Hey, Buzz, uh, could I have one of those data packets you passed out? (laughs) My radio partner is very interested to look over the numbers. I want what you found out. (laughs) It would have been so great if, like, on cue, a team of interns came out with easels and pie charts and and here's what I've discovered. He, like, you know, whips out this pointer stick. He had spent every waking hour since Sunday on it. That's right. <laughs> I'm not sure he spent much time on the game plan for their opponent last night because they looked pretty sloppy. Why isn't Coach at practice today? You guys leave him alone. He's doing research for you. <laughs> He's pouring over the numbers. <laughs> 20 years into his career, he finally wants to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so last night, Sooners win. You heard it there. 89-72 over Missouri State. Mo Gibson, 28 points. Sooners hit 12 threes. They move on. They get St. Bonaventure now in the second round of the NIT. Time, date, and location not yet announced. We think it's probably going to be Sunday in Norman, but nothing's official yet. NCAA tournament last night, play-in games. Texas Southern over A&M Corpus Christi, 76-67. Indiana advances. They beat Wyoming, 66-58. Hey, by the way, I did not know this until I was listening to the game last night. Let me get my bracket here. I don't think it says on that. So Indiana wins, and now they advance to play Thursday in Portland? Really? Portland. 
that seems like we could have done better than that, right? What's wrong with that? Like, you got to go from Dayton to Portland and play in right. 36 hours or something like You're that? You're a play-in team. you got to put some work in. You want to be a part of this thing. That's part of the metrics. But there's a lot of locations closer to Dayton <laughs> no, than Portland. I get what you're saying. I know. Indianapolis. Buffalo's not too far away. Milwaukee's in the region. Uh, I feel like there's another one kind of up in there somewhere, isn't there? Um, anyway, I was shocked. I'm like, man, like they got to get on a plane, fly to Portland, and now get ready for, uh, is it St. Mary's, I think, is who they play They next? are, yes, St. Mary's is the five seed they're playing. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like usually Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's in the uh, region too, uh, you know, not too far from Dayton. I feel like usually they try to put those Dayton teams when they win somewhere nearby, so they can get to where they got to go fairly quickly. But apparently not on this occasion. Anyway, who cares? Move on. Uh, tonight there are two games, and I just clicked off the page. Let me see if I can get back to it. Two more play-in games in Dayton tonight. You have standby, standby. Loading Bryant and Wright State. That'll start at 540. The late game, Notre Dame and Rutgers at 810. I feel like Rutgers was the most controversial team that got in. Rutgers or Michigan had some controversy to it, too. So there you go. That's the play-in games tonight. We got baseball today at Eldale Mitchell Park. Second game between OU and Air Force. TJ Sooners on a five-game win streak. Still haven't lost a home game. Yet this year, they're six and zero at Mitchell Park. Just stay and there. They will. Yeah, let's take another whack at uh, the Air Force today, and then next week or on the weekend, I'm sorry, they got New Orleans for three. That'll complete the nine game homestand. Then they'll go up to Wichita to play the play the Shockers next Tuesday, and then they'll be right back home against Baylor next weekend to open Big Twelve play. Now, yesterday I asked you. To, to go home, get out your data and your charts, and spend every waking moment trying to decide who's in your final four. Have yes. you done your homework and brought it to the show today, TJ? I have, and you remember I told you I did not like the original first bracket that I filled out. So I right. filled out a That's second bracket. That's why we bracket. gave you more time. Yes, I filled out a second bracket and ended up with the same final four and pretty much right. the same bracket. So I said, you know what? I must have this must all correct. Must be it. Yeah. Have you entered it in our ref bracket challenge? Uh, calm down, all right? No, I still have a few hours to go, so I'll do that some point right. today. Are you prepared to share the results of your bracket? Sure, yeah. Okay. Let's start with this. First round upsets. What you got? Very few. Let me uh, look through Shocker. here. I've got a New Mexico State over UConn. That's a 12 over a 5. As do I. I have Davidson, the 10th seed over 7th seeded Michigan State. I had that and changed my mind. Okay. And okay. I did because picking against Tom Izzo in the tournament yeah, is I, just bad 
bad strategy. I, that played into it with me, but I thought, you know what? He's old. It probably doesn't matter anymore. Did you know Steph Curry's not a Davidson anymore? Did, did, did anybody tell you that? I did know that, yes. Okay. Uh, I have Phillips still there. that play-in winner last night that you just mentioned, Indiana beating St. Mary's. They got to go to Portland. They are in Portland. They're going to be exhausted. Uh, let's see what else I have here on that side of the bracket. The only other upset I have, San Francisco over Murray State, 10 over a 7. I had that, and I changed my mind, too. I uh, heard somebody bragging on the radio yesterday about Murray State, and they influenced me. I don't really know huh. anything about either one of those teams, but I got influenced. As we mentioned yesterday, I have the Miami Hurricane over USC. Agree. The anti-mule shoe pick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see, scrolling, scrolling. I have Loyola Chicago over Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. Well, we have to, right? You got to pick that one for Porter. Yeah. Everybody, uh, pick Loyola in their brackets to support Porter, please. The only other upset uh, is Michigan over Colorado State, eleven over a six. Oh my gosh, folks! This is back to his Fab Five loving days. Boy, I love the Fab TJ's Five. TJ's got a soft love spot in his heart Five. for the Michigan Wolverine. Did I ever oh, tell you we waited out by gross. the bus for him? We sat with Jimmy King's parents at that game. It was a great he time. Did, he yeah. did. Uh, I just hope Jawan Howard doesn't come out punching people in the tournament. Gee, poor Colorado State coach. I hope he does come out punching people. That'd be exciting. Maybe the end of his career, but it'd be exciting, man. If Jalen just starts, or uh, Juwan just starts throwing down uh, on the court. They're on opposite sides of the bracket, but like, if it would be so fun if Michigan and Arkansas played each other. First, the pregame picture of the two coaches would just be priceless because. <laughs> Eric Musselman is literally half the size of Jawan Howard, but he doesn't know it, right? And they would get mad at each other, no, and then they would have a confrontation. He's scrappy, dude. Yeah, he's scrappy, dude. Post-game line, Musselman would hang on to Jawan's leg. Remember Jeff Van Gundy in the garden when he was just hanging on to the leg of that player? <laughs> Musselman's just hanging on to Jawan's leg, and Jawan's trying to hit him, and he can't reach him. Oh, it'd be so much fun. Maybe that's what we should do tomorrow is – if every head coach in the tournament had a WWE-style brawl, who would win? Well, why not? I mean, every other type of brackets out there, whiskeys, uh, hot chicks, I mean, whatever, you know. My first instinct is Bruce Pearl. I feel like Bruce Pearl's got a lot of crazy in him, but I haven't thought about it real well. I don't think Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl's the crazy manager that always just causes uh, chaos, just hitting someone with a briefcase or something. He's not really mm -hmm. in the ring. You have to think about it some more. Uh, okay, uh, you got a lot of the same. Like I got, I got some nines over eights. Those aren't really upsets. I got yeah, uh, I Memphis over Boise. I like New Mexico State over UConn, like you do. Uh, I picked. Uh, let me see, going down here. Nothing really on that. I'm pretty for me, pretty tame. Miami over USC. I got that one too. I picked South Dakota State. I like the Jackrabbits. I picked him to beat Providence in a 4-13 game. Creighton over San Diego State. That's a 9 over an 8. No big deal there. Loyola over Ohio State. And that's about it. Uh, okay, let's skip ahead. Elite 8, TJ. Elite 8 my in the West. Pretty chalk on my Elite 8. Um, the West, I have Gonzaga versus Duke. So that is the one versus the two there. I had in my original bracket, that was one change that I had. I had Tech there. 
but same. I changed it to Duke because I just think I don't know the Coach K Coach thing. K. The Coach K yeah. thing. If it's close game and it's tight. I Absolutely. think that'll play into the officials' heads. So I changed it to Duke. Not just the officials' heads. I mean, these, there there is a there is a poetry to these things. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna, he's going to the Final Four, folks. Mm, I don't have it's, that, but it's I, going to happen. The first bracket I filled out, I had Tech beating Duke because I think Tech's defense and athleticism. I've seen Duke play a few times. I'm not sure Duke can score against him, but sometimes you got to throw logic out the window. So I changed it to Duke as well. I got Duke and Arkansas. I I think Arkansas might beat Gonzaga. Arkansas has athletes out the ears, man. And I think they can match up athletically with Gonzaga. And if they have a good uh, shooting day, Note is a player. Arkansas played good at the end of the year. They got really hot. I got Arkansas Duke in my Elite Eight in the West. Zags go down. All right, what about that. the East? I don't hate that. Uh, East, I have uh, the one versus the three, Baylor versus Purdue. Same. What you are we Purdue doing? Beating Kentucky. What are we doing? Yeah, I have Purdue beating Kentucky, yes. I uh, I think LJ Cryer is going to be back for Baylor, and I think that's going to help him. I don't know this, but somebody told me in the Big 12 tournament when OU played Baylor that if he had to, LJ Cryer could have gone. So I think... Here we go. It's NCAA tournament. Now, now you got to go. That'll give them some more scoring punch. Uh, Baylor has been kind of um, talked down a little bit after they got a one seed, and I think they're going to use it as motivation. So Baylor, Purdue, in the East. Okay, South. Who you got in the Elite Eight? Uh, Tennessee versus Arizona. Same. What? Oh man, My I like Arizona. Terrible. Tennessee got hot late. I think Tennessee's going to beat Villanova. I got the same too. Let's see if we can keep it going. Midwest. Here's Elite what eight. will be different. I think. My surprise run of the tournament plays the Kansas Jayhawks. I still have Miami knocking off Wisconsin to make it to the Elite Eight and play the Jayhawks as a ten seed. Wow. Jim Larinaga's team? Miami beats Auburn and knocks them out in the second Cam game Mugusty going to get hot against That's them? That's right. That's right. Can you believe Cam Mugusty I think now he goes by college? Cameron Mugusty. I heard him calling the other referring Not to him by as me. Cameron. Not for me. Yeah. He doesn't. Uh, you got Miami and Kansas in your lead eight. Yes. I've got Auburn. Uh, Auburn is unbelievably talented. I think they are undisciplined, but unbelievably talented. And I think that it's a little dangerous to pick them because they may run into a I don't I don't see a team here. Well, the Auburn Wisconsin game could potentially be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, drastically different styles. That's a dangerous one for them. But if they can get by that, I think they got a chance to go deep. Okay, final four, Teach. Who you got? Uh, pretty boring. Three one seeds and a uh, three seed. So I've got Gonzaga playing uh, Purdue and Arizona versus Kansas. Yeah. So TJ, another boring final four. Nothing uh, out of the norm for him. Nothing but blue <laughs> bloods. 
you excited me when you said you had Miami going that far. I thought, well, this is going to be the year that TJ is going to be a wild man. And honestly, for you, a 10 seed to the Elite Eight is crazy. Thank you. Thank you. But it is a Power 5 team. It's not like you went down and picked a no-name or anything. <laughs> right. I have Duke, Purdue, Arizona, Auburn. National championship game. Purdue versus Arizona is what I have. We both like Purdue a lot. Mm-hmm. I got Purdue versus Auburn for the national championship. And who's your champion? Arizona. Zona Wildcats. I got Purdue. There we go. All right. All I got right. the Purdue yeah. Boilermakers. There's so a little bit a of heart. Lot the a little bit of my heart in there. Go in different directions late in the tournament. Uh, I'm, I was a Purdue fan in my uh, living in Indiana days. So uh, since I can't ride Oklahoma to the championship this year, I figured I would ride the Boilers. You could fill out a bracket play along with us. Bracket challenge. Go to sportstalk1400.com. Click on the link. It'll take you right there. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Oh, this is me. You're waiting on me. I'm just sitting here listening to Chris Stapleton. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. RK Black. I thought it was 8.30. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. We changed it up today oh, where goodness. you take it out of the 15 to Yeah, 45. sorry. I, I There was some confusion there with uh, some stuff that Drake was printing for me. I threw me off on my times because of what I was looking and stapling pages, and sorry. RK Black brings you this hour. Check him out, rkblatt.com. One foot out the door already, folks. Uh, it's the 8 o'clock hour. He's already got one foot out the door. My foot doesn't leave the door for much later in the day. Once the show's over. Come on. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby, TJ, I'm not sure where the Air Force flew into, but I think they keep it at Tinker. My wife's cousin was on uh, was a security guard for special planes and dignitaries who fly into Oklahoma where they can protect the plane better at Tinker. Thanks, Curtis B. That makes, makes sense. total sense. Yeah. I'm just telling you, uh, somebody told me they flew into Will Rogers. Because I asked, I assume they flew into Tinker. That was my question. I was like, I assume they flew into Tinker. And they said, no, Will Rogers. So that doesn't make sense, but that's what I was told. This texter on the Air Comfort Solutions text line says, I was at the game, and I agree with Toby. Very energized crowd. I'm telling you, I think they passed out pixie sticks at the door, man. Everybody was, like, extra caffeinated last night. This says, I don't understand because I was at home. I, I, I said it came across on TV as a great crowd. But, yes, I was at home. I was watching baseball and basketball. so uh, Nothing more typical. OU fam, the Mr. OU guy, is saying it played well on TV. <laughs> it did play well on TV. Mm-hmm. Call Store Vince wants to know, is there a coach's show tomorrow night at Rudy's? I think that's Pool Store Vince. Oh, well, uh, spell corrected. Uh, call store Vince is what it sent. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on a second, TJ. Ask me again. Call store pool Vince wants to know: Is there a coaches show tomorrow night at Rudy's? Yeah. Yeah. There. Uh, Chris Plank hosting the huddle. I don't remember his co-host. Uh, I. Think, hang on, I might have it here. I think it's Curtis Lofton. 
And here, I got it right here, TJ. Hang on just a second, okay? Uh, here we go, Teach. Here we go, Teach. Uh, Curtis Lofton and Teddy Lehman will be with him tomorrow at Rudy's. And then for Sooner Sports Talk, it will be, woo, how about this? Patty Gasso, Skip Johnson, and Mark Carr. Softball Nation, Patty Gasso in person tomorrow night at Rudy's. 7 o'clock. By the way, I was told yesterday by someone who would know that the uh, season ticket number I threw out there for baseball, remember yesterday in that discussion about how many season ticket holders there are mm-hmm. for baseball? Mm-hmm. Uh, way too high. <laughs> <laughs> like, cut it in half. Ouch. I think they've, like, they've, sold, they've sold like 200 and some season tickets, but to, like, 80 individuals or something like that. Like 80 people actually bought. Anyway, we don't need to get all it's back into that. That's depressing. I feel the fire has died down, perhaps. It's depressing a little bit. I did get more details about that. It's, uh, uh, it's a pretty good deal for uh, OU. I'm not, I'm not justifying and saying that you, know, that you shouldn't be mad if you're uh, an OU fan about the games not being played in Norman. But OU is getting a sweet deal on this thing. From the Rangers. The Rangers are always good to people. Uh, we had. A- you know, I'm going to root. F- I'm going to root for them this this year because of this. I'm going to root for them. They're really taking care of uh, OU baseball. I'm going to root. I'm- you Go should. Rangers. They'll be one of the surprise teams in baseball. Uh, we had a blast last night. Love how these boys fought. Yeah. They played uh, hard. I mean, that's. Uh- you know, we're going to play Porter again out of this break if you didn't hear him in the first hour. But the NIT is a little bit like a bowl game, Teach. That that isn't for a that isn't one of the playoff games. You know, you never know which team you try to figure out which team really wants to be here. And sometimes it's the smaller schools that want it because the NIT is a big deal for them. And the teams that were on the bubble that didn't make it into the NCAA are, like, settling for the NIT, and they would rather not be there. You never know. But Oklahoma came out with uh, a ton of spirit to them last night, and that was, and the crowd did too, and I was just, I said it in the middle of the broadcast, I am shocked how much fun this game is. I, I, I drove, I, I was not expecting going to the arena last night to see the effort, the level of play, and the spirit in the crowd that I saw at that game last night. That was a lot of fun. You're in a good mood today. You had a great time. Dadgum right, I'm in a good mood. OU baseball won. OU basketball won. NCAA tournament starts tomorrow. I'm probably going to have nachos before the game today. Whoa. With lots of jalapenos. Pile them high and deep, please. The best thing about the Army game was how they left the locker uh, visitor's locker room spotless. That's reported by OU Architect. I will try to uh, go look at the Air Force locker room after today's game. See how they do. This texter says, I saw where CBS Sports now has OU playing Saturday with a TBA for time against St. Bonaventure. Hmm. Hmm. That would be a road game, then, I would think, if that happened. Yeah. 
unless they played it. Could they play it super early since the women play so late? Oh, man, that know. seems like a lot uh, to yeah, change in an you're arena. You're flipping a lot there and cleaning and, yeah, I mean, stickers on the court. and broadcast crews mm-hmm. and things. I don't know. Uh, last one here says Buzz Williams needs to quit crying. Baby. Who did you like more, Buzz or Woody? Uh, I was a Woody guy. Uh, I lean Tom Hanks and everything. Hmm. He just wanted me to say that. <laughs> Porter Moser's post game. He's 12 people. Leave him alone. What are you for? Grow up, dude. <laughs> Come on. Porter Moser's post game reaction next. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405 735 5510. Coach, your team showed some character tonight. I first want to thank anybody who's driving out of here that was at the game. Thank you. Man, I, I thought, I, mean, I, I know it wasn't full, but the people that were here were so loud. Yeah. I mean, from the moment we walked in, the middle sections were, they must have put everyone in the middle sections, and they had a great energy. Yeah. And I we, I can't tell you how much I appreciated that. You know, what a, what a, what a great thing for our guys. And um, these last 48 hours are life lessons. For, for these guys, and uh, we were gut punched Sunday night. We felt we uh, we felt we we had an, a resume to get in, and it was out of our control. We didn't get in, and told them to grieve. And next day, we said, "There's we can either pout and lay an egg, or we can prove to people wrong that we're a good team." And these guys, the way they came out, because Missouri State's, I mean, they got the second seed in a top ten conference in the country. You know, I think the Missouri Valley is, I mean, I'm biased because I played in it yeah. and I coached in it, but it, it's a really good league. I mean, how about Isaiah Mosley? Unbelievable I mean, 22 player. in the first half. I mean, I, he had 40 against our old team against Loyola in one of the games, and he can really score. There's a lot of scouts here to see him, and he can really score. And uh, we we withstood that barrage in the first half and held him to six in the second. Um, and, uh, you know, our defense in the second half, I think, you know, was, was much better. We held him to 32% in the second half. But I thought we got... We really were talking about getting some stops and then running. Yeah. I mean, trying to body blow them, trying to get the pace going and run. They went big and put it in that zone. So I said, if you're going to go big, let's run. Let's let's advance pass. And we kept on advance passing. And I thought running and pushing it when they went that big, I thought was good. I don't mean this in any disparaging way toward Missouri State. That's a really good basketball team. And those two guys are big-time players. But did it, it seem like it felt kind of good to everybody to be out of the Big 12. Like, stylistically, this was a different type game than you've played in a long time. It was, and what, what they did was they, they kind of junked it up. They went a zone. Yeah. The very first play we went, man, we went right in and posted them up, and then they went zone pretty much. They played zone the first 15 seconds and then matched up man. So it's tricky. We really haven't seen much of that all year long. So we had to – they ran zone, and then, then all of a sudden we, we were running some movement, moving into a ball screen. It kept on going downhill, but if you notice, then we kept on cutting yeah. because it's hard to match up cuts when you're cutting that hard. And we got a bunch of layups that way, a bunch of give and goes. But uh, it was different than what we've seen all year is like this this zone matchup, and then you kind of morph into man-to-man the last 12, 15 seconds of shot clock. Change anything on Mosley on how you defended him second half? We just were more intentional with, you know, I, I, I did say we did do this. Uh, we, um, we were kind of um, boxing on both uh, ball screens. And on that right side right there, he's so right-hand dominant, he's so good. They were kind of backing out, and then we got out of the trap, and then he reattacked. We started just pushing everything left. So right in front of their bench, we instead of icing them, which you keep them there, we, we, we kind of tra- pushed them left. And everybody else, we kept the same. 
I know it sounds confusing. Sorry, but no, no, no. But we were just making him go left. No matter where he yeah. got the ball screen, he had to go left. How about Mo? Oh I, man! I mean, we said that a lot Mo, this year. But. Mo Jordan and Mo, Mo, Mo Jordan and Tanner got us out of the gates, and those three were really, really good in the first half. And we we had a um, some not so good performance in the first half by some other guys. And I kind of challenged the other guys at halftime. I said, "You guys, you got to join the party." You know, Mo, Mo Tanner and Jordan are really playing well. And uh, I thought C.J. Nolan gave such a good lift. Yeah. He got some defensive stops. He got a bunch of 50-50 ball rebounds, make the shot, made a great cut. Um, and he, he did, a like, I thought he did. I thought Marvin made some good plays. I thought Ethan made some good plays. So we got better help off the bench. I didn't think we got much help in the first half. I thought the, the play kind of went down after those guys went out. Man, I thought those guys really picked it up. In great, great minutes in the second half. I want to end it like this. I want to circle back to kind of how we started, and I said this on the air. When I drove to the arena tonight, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know exactly what kind of fire your basketball team would have, considering what they just went through. I didn't know how many people would be here tonight. This was one of the most fun nights of the year. Your team was incredible. This crowd was incredible. It was tremendous. I'm I'm telling you, I'm so thankful. I thought the people that were here, we walked out right away. They were standing. They were yelling. And uh, we got a big-time matchup. The next day, you know, I don't even know what day we're playing, though. I think it'll be Sunday, but we'll I, see. I'm going to try my tail off not to be Sunday, okay? <laughs> because that that means that the other one's going to turn around and be a Tuesday. Yeah, I'd love it to maybe. be Friday, so I, I'm going to try hard for that. Um, I don't know how much pull I have, but whatever out there, please tell a friend. Come on, the cheats. Let's fill this thing. Let's let's yeah. keep showing the country that we were that we uh, you know that the kind of team we have, and then you know the character we have, not to pout, just to come back and. And show how good of a team we are. You got a tough test either way, Colorado or St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure is one of the oldest teams in the country. Their average age, they're all like fifth and sixth year guys. They're very, wow. very good. They were right there in the same line with us, ready to get in. Colorado, a lot of big things. So either way, either way, we'll see. They play in a couple hours. Way to go. Great right, performance man. tonight, Coach. Thanks. What's your hunch on Moja Gibson next year? Give me a percentage chance he stays or goes. I think he's going to be back, but I'm not completely convinced. So I would say 65% sure he's back in a Sooner uniform. 35% he ends up uh, either making a, a run trying to stick with someone in the NBA or the uh, the G League or, or plays overseas. Yeah, you're higher than I am. That he'd be I'm back. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I think that, I mean, maybe I'm too influenced by the fact that he went through senior night ceremonies, but yeah, that mean, I think that might have meant something. Um, I don't think he's made up his mind. And this is different than a kid leaving early to go to the NBA. This is deciding whether to use your COVID year or not. He's graduating. Mm-hmm. Right, and it, maybe he wants um, to move on with life. Maybe he's got, maybe he doesn't see basketball in the future. No, he does. Does he? Okay. And he will undoubtedly make money playing basketball. I mean, a kid that can shoot like that. Absolutely, he'll find a spot. Yes. Is going to, and, and I, don't, I doubt it's at his size. I doubt it's in the NBA. Maybe he'll prove us all wrong. But, I mean, there's a lot of leagues around the world. And you can go make a, a healthy living in Europe or elsewhere. And uh, and maybe it will be in the G League, and he'll make a run uh, here. But he, Goldwire the same. Jordan Goldwire will make money playing basketball, 
it's not going to be in the NBA. But if he wants to keep playing basketball, I mean, an athlete like that, a good skills like that, system. that's true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Mo, Mo can, without a doubt, go make some money. And I'm not saying it's millions of dollars, but if he doesn't want to go to school anymore and it's done with college, he can go. he can go make money. But I do wonder about the way this season ended. If that's a a draw for him, I mean, maybe there's you know some of the teammates you know on the bus or in the locker room that say, "Dude, Mo, like we could really do something next year." You know, I'm wondering if there's any of that peer pressure or not, or if they just if that's off limits if you don't try to influence a guy like that. But they got you look at. The Groves brothers coming back, and Jalen Hill is going to be back, and the guys that they're adding, and Elijah Harkless coming back, and you add Mo Gibson's really good, man. You you get him back next year, and this is a team that could could be really good. Uh, I worry about the point guard spot. Um, I think Bijan has shown flashes this year of being able to. You know, be the guy at that position. I think Mo has played it when he's had to, but that's not really what he does. They're bringing in a a really highly regarded six foot four high school point guard, top one hundred kid in the country. But he's going to be a true freshman, you know. So I do worry about the point guard position a bit. But you've also got a transfer portal out there. Uh, who knows who else might they might be able to fill that position. That'll be interesting just to to see what his decision is. I would probably lean 60-40. What'd you do? 65-35, he stays? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd do the opposite of that, I think. 65-35, he's gone. I have no inside information. He's got inside information, people, so I was completely wrong on my uh, thought there. Uh, Moja Gibson leaving the University I do of not. Oklahoma, Sometimes according to I the do. voice, Toby Rowland. Sometimes I do, and I'm playing coy as was evidenced earlier this week. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> but in this occasion, I'm telling you, I have not talked to Mo about this, nor have I heard from anyone who has talked to Mo about this. I'm just looking at the fact that Elijah and Tanner decided not to go through senior night ceremonies, and Mo did. And I was told, well, his mom's going to be in town. It's a big deal that they graduated, so he wants to go ahead and have a senior night just in case he decides to go. And that all makes sense, and maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe he comes back and he has two senior nights. But I don't know. That to me says that maybe he's leaning toward going. Almost a doctor at this point. What do you think this uh, text just came in while uh, this segment was going on? Spoken like an actually man, not a little sissy baby. I think he's referring to Porter Moser's post game press conference. Or, or interview where he didn't cry about his team not. Oh, gotcha! Him. I gotcha about. Uh, and he said, okay. yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> I didn't know if they were calling me or you a sissy baby. So, I don't know. yeah, that well, makes we sense. are sissy babies. Hey, but hey, I don't hey. think that texter was calling us a sissy baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I'm going to see you today. Well, I was at the game the other day, and you didn't see me, so I'm not going to guarantee that. Well, I didn't know you were there. I will saying. seek you out. I will st- if I know you're going to be there. I will seek you out. If I know you're going to be there today, so you're going to be there today. I think I'm not 100 positive. I'm kind of like a Moja Gibson right now. 
but I'm leaning uh, towards 60, being at the game. 6535. <laughs> 6535. Yes. Right. Fair enough. We'll be back. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Can I tell you what else has me in a good mood today, TJ? What's that? Other than this delicious Chobani Flips yogurt that I'm eating. I went with the s'more, s'mores flavored. <laughs> what was it? Chobani Flips yogurt. Okay, okay. You know, you got the uh, yogurt oh, on one the split side. split one, right? Yeah. And you got the little crumbles in the other, and then you, you, know, you put them together and you mix it up. And I mean, it's just a party in your mouth. Okay. Uh... The possibility that maybe Baker Mayfield is going to be an Indianapolis Colt has me in a very good mood, TJ. It's possible, I guess. How long would it take us to flip to be the flagship station of the Indianapolis Colts? Come on, TJ. I have just been answering emails on some certain scenarios today. I don't think I would flip to a uh, Colts affiliate. But Come on. I'm not going to say that it doesn't happen. People want to hear the Colts, TJ. They want us to have the Colts play-by-play guy on every week. They want us to carry the Colts coaches' shows. <laughs> That's not true. That just gives you an they excuse. They demand it. You just uh, have the excuse to have that happen. <laughs> people if are demanding there. it. <laughs> right. I hear you, people. I will fight for your cause. No, I mean, listen. If, if Baker is capable of taking a team deep into the playoffs, maybe into a Super Bowl, this would be a tailor-made situation for him. Not that he didn't have a good setup in Cleveland. Don't get me wrong. He did. But Indianapolis is a better franchise than Cleveland. They are more stable. They are more proven. They've got, I would argue, a better roster. And... He would be walking into it, and they would love him. Like, he would be walking in a hero, you know? So, I think it would be a great situation for him. Mm. You want to see it too, don't you, T? Uh, I said over the couple of teams I've heard, I- I'll take that. Um, I hope he stays in Cleveland. Want I wanted him to stay in Cleveland and become a hero there. And He's not staying in Cleveland. Sorry, I have Trebani yogurt in my mouth. He's not staying in Cleveland. <laughs> he's he just probably not. He wrote the farewell letter. I know he's probably not, but I would like for that to happen. I did ask about um, uh, Squires. Brett Squires got injured yesterday. Did you uh, did you see that? Got hit. No, in I didn't hand. see that. I was flipping back and forth. I didn't catch a whole lot towards the Pay end of that game. Pay attention, man. I was watching your, the basketball game. He was laying down a bunt. And uh, and uh, got it down, but got hit in the hand. And I don't know exactly what happened, but I think he just I think he split his finger open there. Like I think he had stitches. But I so they got three guys with hand injuries right now. Peyton Graham, Kendall Pettis. I don't think Kendall Pettis is a hand. I thought it was at first. I think it's his elbow. And now Brett Squires. And so I asked last night, and I'll ask Skip. I'm not going to give any injury information. That's not my place. So I'll ask Skip in the pregame today. But it sounds like uh, one of those guys is good news, 
and might even play today, and the other two guys aren't worst-case news. So all in all, I'll take it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like all three of those guys are valuable. Peyton Graham, the most valuable. Yes. But they had, they've had a little rash here of injuries all of a sudden. But uh, one of those guys is fine, might even play today, and the other two, not worst case, I don't think. But we'll ask Skip today in the pregame interview. Rash when they're not worst case and they don't involve pitching, I'm all right with. So I'll be good with that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Brett Squires is just kind of starting to get going, too. So that stinks. All right, what did we not get to? By the way, crossover, no Chris Plank today. Is he doing a show today? Yeah, Josh will be. Josh and I will start the show. Plank at some point will join, maybe around 10 o'clock. So the uh, wife having a root canal right now. So, oh. yeah, yeah. So he'll join up uh, as soon as they get back and uh, are finished with that. So yeah. Crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. You and I, I think I need to stay on, TJ, and cut something with you when we're done here, so don't hang up on me. Oh, that's right. Um, I forgot about that. Glad you remembered. Any, anything we have not touched on, TJ, today? I don't think so. I think we've gotten to all of it. So you got it all in. Yeah, I think so. Even Buzz oh, crying. Uh, daylight savings time, we touched on that. Uh, OU basketball, OU baseball, we touched on that. Uh, Drake, uh, feeling Listen, like a big man. Taller than uh, the one kid, yeah. Oh, we did it all. We, we did, did it all. all. Baker Mayfield, we got it all in. Good job, us. All right, I got baseball today at 2, pregame at one thirty. Hopefully I'll see a bunch of you out at L. Dale Mitchell Park. Until then, have a great Wednesday, everybody.